sorry, no, I was gonna say well, I've been dreaming about having an Oingo Boingo cover band just because I wouldn't like probably not even have to play anything. Yeah, because I wouldn't probably even have to play anything. I would basically just like show up in a costume. What? Okay, <laughs> help me out though. What's the name of this Oingo Boingo cover? Oh band? Jesus Christ! Uh, I guess. Uh, okay, you're not ready. You're not well, ready. Ah, God damn it, little girls! I don't know what. Uh, what would you're be? not ready. Yeah. Oh, let's see. This boy's lying. Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would have guessed a dead man's Oingo Boingo cover band, maybe. Dead, dead man's party. Oh, a dead man's party. There's got to be an Oingo Boingo cover band called Dead Man's Party. No, so. it's not called Dead Man's Party. It's called Dead What's Man's called? Oingo Boingo cover band. Band Oingo Boingo cover band. <laughs> so people won't get confused because if they heard it's a dead man's party, it's like I don't know. I don't feel like they feel you're just acting out the movie uh, Back to School with. I feel Rodney like if, if you want people to not be confused, you have to call the band. Dead Man's Oingo Boingo cover band. The Oingo Boingo cover band. The Oingo Boingo cover band, yes. Yeah, you know, whatever. Okay, okay, right. Sunday. All right. Sunday, just, big sorry. Sunday, okay. Sunday, Sunday. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that lives every day like it's a day of the week, sometime after June 19th, 1978. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Matthew Tache, and I am Jim Davis. Matthew, today is Sunday, November 15th. It's the Ides of November, 1981. Today we are reading the 1246th ever Garfield strip. Oh my God, we are getting very close to Garfield Mm -hmm. 1248. (laughs) The renowned Garfield in which each digit is a double of the one that preceded it. (laughs) That's not going to happen very often. So let's... Let's try not to forget about it when it happens next Tuesday. Spoiler alert, I will almost certainly forget about it. <laughs> that is very exciting. That's, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, I mean, so, that's almost as exciting as when we did one, two, three, four recently. Really, uh, really Matthew, what happens in today's Garfield? Well, it's a big Sunday one, so we've got a lot of panels that don't seem like they just repeat the same thing over and over again. So, first panel. Listeners, uh, yeah. Matthew Taché does not read <laughs> this episode synopsis. Don't don't expect him oh. to. He's not going to oh, do I will it. Not. No, oh, he's not. Your, not. He's so not. Your, what is he? A performing monkey for you? <laughs> no. He's going to just <laughs> read the script. But both this one thing I'll say about both Matthew Taché and Andy Dowsman. They don't come don't in here and just read the episode synopsis like a fucking submissive performing monkey the way John Gibson used to. No, no these know, guys, terrible. they play by their own rules. Somebody needs to point out where that is. Uh, <laughs> I messed that up. Cell, oh, well. um, <laughs> cell, cell D9. It doesn't matter. Cell, cell D9. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, I mean, honestly, I, I kind of prefer not doing it. Yeah, Listeners, you'll never that. know what today's... <laughs> what today's <laughs> synopsis was. Well, one of the things we haven't also done too is there's always a reference thing. And today, Cameo opened at the Winter Garden Theater in New York for 48 performances. We don't talk about that. No, I, I don't want to talk about that. I, <laughs> um, look, look, if John Gibson were here, he'd probably yeah. be able to name some songs from Camelot. <laughs> and he'd reference yeah. Robert Goulet, I imagine. Well, Robert Goulet was a real, I think that's from the Saturday Night Live joke. I think Camelot was, uh, what's his name, from Official Wanda? What kind of was Robert um, Goulet was, not in Camelot? 
I think that's a joke from Saturday Night Live. They like Robert Goulet and Camelot kind of thing. And I think that's Will Ferrell playing Robert Goulet in Camelot, and there's some sort of joke about that. Or something in that reference. He might have been. I but think Robert part- Goulet was Camelot? in Camelot. No, I, I think it, you're lying. I think you're wrong. I think I'm thinking thinking about New Andy Dowsman, I think you are Pirates lying to me about Robert Goulet. I'm wrong. It was, it's a, I'm thinking of Pirates of Penzance. Never yeah, mind. Robert I'm Goulet a played a Sir Lancelot. Oh, originated the role of Sir Lancelot in the 1960 Broadway musical Camelot, starring opposite established Broadway stars Richard Burton and Julie Andrews. Man, I, 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 I regret not I'm not going to, look, I'm not going <laughs> to let you muddy the memory of the late Jonathan Gibson by coming on this fucking podcast and lying about Robert Goulet. <laughs> or muddy the memory of Robert Goulet. <laughs> Uh, you can besmirch the memory of Robert Goulet. I'm oh, yeah, very that. much. You probably should. But John Gibson <laughs> would not, he would not hear of it. He would not hear of it. He's turning over in my stomach right Lying now. Lying about Robert Goulet and his rise to stardom <laughs> in, the, in the musical Camelot, acting yeah. opposite Julie Andrews, reading the Robert Goulet Wikipedia article right now. <laughs> it's... Longer than you might think. Wow. Okay. Just Robert Goulet. Going star, on Robert Goulet. He was the star of uh, Naked Gun Two and a Half, right? Robert. So. Go- uh, I mean, Leslie Nielsen was the star. Was the star, but he was the villain. He was the he was the villain in it. So yeah, that, I think that's fair. Robert yeah. Goulet. You might not know this, Matthew. Don't go on. I pro- I bet I don't. <laughs> Robert Goulet has a star on uh-huh. Canada's Walk of Fame, a thing that I didn't know existed. <laughs> well, it's because they've never shoveled it. So no one's seen it. You can't see, can't see it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's covered in snow. Stars are just covered. It's, yeah. it's either it's snow in, or maple leaves. You're not, you're not going to see it. Okay, you, you are correct. I'm looking at a photo of the star right now, and it is, it is drawn to look like a maple leaf. You were right. Yeah. It is in none of where, it. Where is it located? In Toronto? It's in is Toronto, it yeah. Oh, good. I don't the joke well, was great reason. It. Yeah, it's, it's in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Walk of Fame that acknowledges the achievements and accomplishments of Canadians who have excelled in their respective fields. I, I'm going to assume that friend of the show, Billy Seaguire, has at least mm. one star on the Walk of Fame um, for his fantastic think, Scooby-Doo podcast. I Scooby-Doo's and Scooby-Don'ts. Is Liquid Zulu also from Canada? Because I was asking Jonathan where he was from last time I saw him. I feel like Liquid Zulu is from Scotland. He's from Scotland. Okay, because I, I asked where his origin was, and I couldn't figure that out was because I could pick up an accent or something, and with a name like Liquid Zulu, I thought maybe African, but no, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know the guy's origin. I mean... I have so many questions. I mean, I believe it was he stepped into a radioactive pool of Zulus. I think that is correct. Zulu. Well, he was, yeah, bit, he was bitten by a radioactive Zulu. Radioactive Zulu, yes, and yeah. then became, got, got all his Zulu powers, of course, yes. Uh, so look, we got 10 panels here. Yes. Um, the first two are prelusionary and will not be discussed. Even though I'm really curious about the second one. We're going. <laughs> it's the same every week. I know, but I don't understand what that's going on. Who's the per- uh, just so weird. The Nothing's whole- going on. They're just standing no, there. The smiling person in the background is terrifying. When you say are the smiling, smiling person in the background, are you talking about John Arbuckle or Lyman? Lyman. Lyman looks like a monster. He has a name. Looks- call him Lyman. Don't call him Lyman. the smiling person. Then while well, Lyman, when he appears in my room at night, that's I just I just call him the smiling person. But anyway, well, when he appears know. in your room at, li- at night, they call him Bloody Lyman. <laughs> Bloody Lyman. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, don't if you see him spin around three times and say his <laughs> no, name. No, don't say it. Don't say it. He'll appear in the mirror. It's like yes. Beetlejuice. <laughs> yes. 
Um, <laughs> you say his name three times. Three times. Becomes, yeah. <laughs> becomes Creed. Uh, oh, yeah. And the subsequent eight narrative panels, a sequence yeah. of ever more improbable events transpire. <laughs> that was the synopsis in case you wanted oh, to. You, thank I know you. some people D9. get upset. D9. Okay. okay. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, what happens in these in these eight panels, Matthew? So, in the first panel, Garfield and Otis are staring at a newspaper. Someone holding a newspaper. You have to assume who that person might be. It's probably no John Arbuckle. No, wait. Don't ruin it for me. All well, right. I mean, I, if I say it's Bloody <laughs> London, I've said his name three times. Oh, Jesus Christ! He'll, oh, be, God, loose, here. he'll be loose to wreak his vengeance upon you. The darkness has overcome the room. Hmm. Uh, so okay, next panel. Let's see. <laughs> okay, Otis, person behind the newspaper. His we name don't is know. Odie. Are you calling him Otis? Uh, Otis, Odie, Otis, Odie. I don't know. I've never. I. I Garfield. I don't know. I've never. <laughs> I've never spoken these words out loud. So no, they're not meant to be spoken. They're forbidden. <laughs> no, no, names. <laughs> forbidden names. The yeah, forbidden names. Name, Odie and Bloody <laughs> Lyman. It is. It's a little like yeah, like it's forbidden to say Odie, so that all the people say Otis instead. Otis. I get that. I get that. Odie. I can see that. Yeah, you, you say the sacred incantation, Odie, bloody yeah. Lyman will appear and, and, yeah, exactly. and you know disem, disembowel you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, John Arbuckle behind the newspaper says, "Ha ha, okay." Still haven't seen that. Can we? Can we? Can we make note of? Okay. You like you know, Jim Davis sometimes is very lazy with his drawing. This yes is well rendered it's detailed yeah, it is it i'm curious about what pictures and stories and words there's the three people on the top left hand corner of the paper i guess face yeah left hand corner and uh-huh. stuff like that it looks stage like it right. could be the Bee Gees. stage right could be uh, the Bee Gees. i don't know it's probably, probably the Bee Gees. probably the bgs i imagine they have a whole article about the bgs how many bgs were there oh i think they're, they're all brothers so I that, think that doesn't imply a, partic- a specific number no, I guess you're right. I'm sorry. But I think there are five. Because I'm thinking of their psychedelic album. They have a really good psychedelic album. For like I did not know that. Oh, yeah. They're an incredible band, actually. Let's just uh, change the subject. This is a BJ's podcast now. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think it was like five uh, five brothers. And then it just kind of whittled down to the three of them by the time they you know, get staying alive. When, when they became super famous. And they were basically a Beatles cover band, kind of. Or a Beatles-esque band when they first started. Mm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got three. I'm looking at the Wikipedia article for this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only members it le- lists are past yeah. members. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's only members left or past. Is there anyone I guess they're broken the up. There are no current members. Well, I, I think uh, who's alive in the Bee Gees? Anybody? You've got, okay, you've got Barry Gibb. Okay. You've got Robin Gibb. Yeah. You've got Maurice Gibb. Mm-hmm. You've got Zeppo Gibb. Oh, Jesus. And so you've stupid. got uh, the other one. Well, there's Zeppo Gibb. <laughs> That's a good name. <laughs> Colin Gibb, Jeff Gibb. I assume all their last names are Gibb. There's, there's Gibb Gibb. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't look. I don't have a lot to say about the Bee Gees. If I'm being honest. I'm well, sure we'll get back. We'll look up their their decent band. I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so panel two, or panel three, I'm sorry, panel three. Uh, let's see, let's see, uh, have a stake, says whoever's been in the newspaper. Narrative, narrative panel three. Narrative, yeah, narrative panel three, sorry. Narrative panel three, and 
OD gets excited and uh, mouth wagging and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. His mouth is definitely wagging, well spotted. Yeah. Yes, and um, I don't know what happens next because he doesn't show him take the stake. He just looked at it. Well, and look, <laughs> the person there who's obviously John Arbuckle is nope, just holding what is apparently a raw steak yes. out from behind the newspaper as if he just had a – like, number one, he's giving a whole steak to his dog. Number two, he just yeah. had a raw steak sit, sitting there on the countertop. What? Was he eating it or like looking at it or just doesn't make sense? Has in his pocket, maybe in his pocket. Doesn't make sense. Well, one of the things about John that they don't talk about because this happens outside the comic strip and stuff like that is a famous cat burglar. So he always has raw meat in his pocket in case he has to, you know, trick some sort of guard dog or something like that. Mm. So oftentimes he does have meat in his pocket. That's that's probably fair. I think Din Mother would have got her start as a cat burglar. I think probably so, yeah. probably how he acquired Garfield, am I right? Probably, yeah. You know, this cat I can't keep quiet. Panel near to panel four. Odie's gone. Odie zips away. There's a zip there. Is a zip is Odie zipping or is Garfield zipping up front? I kind of assume Garfield. The zip is pointed to the left. It seems like it's Odie zipping away, but maybe it's Garfield zipping forward. Oh, okay. Maybe Odie is zipping and Garfield is zapping. Oh, maybe. He's, he appears where Odie was, and he's got his mouth wide open, and he's smiling, and his tongue out, as if he's a dog, because mm-hmm. he wants a steak as well. That's what's happening. Yeah. We still just see that newspaper. We can't see the person behind it. It's John Arbuckle. I don't believe that. Okay. <laughs> see, uh, panel number five. Uh, see, oh, very well, Garfield. And Garfield dripping, tongue wagging, whatever. First he zipped, then he dripped. Yes. Eyes wide open, unlike mm-hmm. uncommonly Garfield, yes. Yeah. Um, in pan- narrative panel six, uh, the mystery figure, who is John Arbuckle. So has proven. Have <laughs> some, like, I mean, it's epistemology, man. Uh. <laughs> have some bacon and eggs and, mm-hmm. and hands out a plate with two fried eggs sunny side up and some mm-hmm. rashers of bacon, puts it mm-hmm. on the table in front of Garfield. Garfield looks down still with his mouth open and his tongue out. Yep. And next thing is, next panel, this would be, uh, this would be panel number seven. Um, you see that giant splat at the top of the comic strip. Yep, okay. But, yep. And Garfield has slapped something, I'm guessing the, pa- the, the plate with the eggs and the bacon. Bacon and, and eggs, splat, yeah. Bacon and eggs, is splatting uh, the person behind the newspaper. It's John Arbuckle. And um, then the last panel we reveal is not John Arbuckle, it's Den Mother with a haircut, now wearing eggs for face. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's John Arbuckle. Eggs on the <laughs> I mean, Eggs John Arbuckle is Din Mother. It's fair. Yeah, so I'm saying it's the same person. You're right. Rasher yeah. of bacon over the mouth. Mm-hmm. Looking directly into the audience <laughs> as if to say, I will devour your soul. Yes. I believe he is one of the Cenobites from Hellraiser. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he does look, he looks kind of horrifying. Yeah, he's practice face. Yeah, practice face. <laughs> Looks kind of horrifying. Um, none of this, none of this makes sense. That he has this, all the stuff there. That he gives the steak to Odie. That he gives yeah. the the bacon and eggs to Garfield. That a cat wouldn't be excited about having some bacon. None of this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I have. No. Yeah, this one. A- shame on you, Jim Davis. No, this one <laughs> is not realistic. The first time ever for, yeah. for Garfield, too. 
Most of them are very scientifically accurate. And it's yeah, the one that made yeah. no sense. This yeah. one doesn't make, this one, it, it doesn't make sense. And it's yeah. disappointing. But, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm, Jim Davis, you failed us. Mm-hmm. You failed us. Uh, well, what are we going to do? Okay. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. The sun never sets on Paws Incorporated. Um, you can support the program by visiting our website, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the podcatcher of your choice. Visit our website, www.beingjimdavis.com. What can you do at www.beingjimdavis.com? Chris, tell me what. Just website stuff, you know. Just no, no, I believe SEO, you know. search engine oh. optimization. <laughs> um, look, you can, you can contact us. You can sign up to host Mm -hmm. the show. You can submit a tagline to be randomly selected and read on air. You can uh, uh, post a question to the Ask Us Anything link. You can post a photo of your pet or a ghost (laughs) to the Google Doc Pet Photo Repository. That one's really Don't send us ghosts. Don't send us ghosts. That's scary. (laughs) After Lisa Dupe posted her dog, I think people feel like they can't top Lisa Dupe's dog. Okay. (laughs) Um, You can post theme music to be played on the podcast and considered for our upcoming album of being Jim Davis theme music, which will probably be released on Warner brothers records. I don't know this summer sometime around then. I believe that's when that's when there's, there's like, but I think you guys are probably going to drop it way early. You're going to surprise the audience. It's going to be like the well, album. You know, you like, gotta oh, play the, oh my God, is there a new Jim Davis album? Out? You got to, You've got to play the, you know, it depends like when award season is. You yeah. drop it at the right time for award season because this one's going to get a lot of critical. A lot of traction. But you want to say, you just want to, like sometimes you just want to blow away the audience. Like, oh my God, I didn't know. Jim Davis is playing. What? 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 What am I doing? What? Okay. No, I didn't know. I didn't know they got back together. Jeez. I feel like we've, we've always been more of, you know, Jim Davis has always been a band that, you know, the critics love, but maybe mm-hmm. hasn't quite found their their audience, you know. I think there's a whole new generation casting. of. I think there's a whole new generation has really discovered like the early albums and stuff like that, and really understand what Jim Davis was all about. Well, thank God for Gen Z. Gen Z, exactly. Uh, and thank you for listening, I, Matthew. At least it's, it's left only for me to thank you for standing in as substitute Andy, Andy this yeah. week. Uh, mm-hmm. Listeners, Andy Dow, don't worry. Andy Dowsman will be back next week. Is he? No, he's not. It's me. I mean, Andy, yes. <laughs> honestly, it's hard. It's honestly hard to know. I don't know what. I don't Can't know. Figure it out. <laughs> hey, what, what, what am I? I don't got a crystal ball. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe John will be back. Maybe he won't. Maybe he won't. Yeah, that's a good question. He had a, a good reason not to be on. I'm not calling him out, but he might be like, yeah, those two weeks where I didn't host the show, that was. That's two weeks the of my life. Best two weeks of my life, despite all the horrible stuff that happened. Yeah, that. Made up for all of my grievous personal loss. Anyway. Yeah, it's bad now, but I didn't have to host this podcast. Yeah, so thank bad. you for being on the program. Thank you. I've, I, I have been Jim Davis. My name is Matthew Tache. You can follow me at Matthew Tache on Instagram. You, you should do that. Look, he's not going to. He's not going to. He's not going to use filters. He's not going to. Not going to filter. No. I'm going to start posting pictures of random dogs, and then I'm going to try to take a guess of what, what what kind of dog they are. Okay, this. Is, I would actually follow this account. This is definitely. <laughs> Look, I saw another one of these. Definitely random dogs. Random, random dogs. dog photo, and then the 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 accompanying. 
text is just Beagle? Beagle? I don't know. <laughs> follow me, uh, yeah, follow me. Matt actually doesn't know what dogs are or what kind of dogs are. These dogs are not going to make you feel bad about yourself because Matthew does not know how to use filters on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> very blurry, very, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.